Yo, what's good? This is Soul of the Game. I'm your host, Cameron Winston. You know, I got my boy back, that dark Negro, Chris Reed. What's up, what's up, what's up? How you been, bro? How you been living? I've been good, man. What about you? I've been good, you know. You know, just chilling, trying to hold the fort down. You know, I just did one episode. So <laughs> oh, we I haven't been recording. <laughs> but, you know, it's whatever. Um, but, yeah, man, t- I mean, tell the listeners where you been, bro. Like, what's up? Like, why is it it's your fault that we don't record anymore? Just, right. it's not just my let fault. them know. I've like, been all around the world, you know, <laughs> trying to live the good life. That's, okay, Kanye. That's, that's really what I'm looking for for 2019. <laughs> We're living the good life. You know what I'm saying? We're making moves and strides. This is the year of progression. We progressed already, but now it's time to progress some more. It's too bad you leaning towards the year of regression. <laughs> Never. Always. But anyway, so we have a good show for you. You know, I mean, since I know we're like a few days or well, a lot, like probably several days into January of the new year, but we're still going to hit our 2018 recap because, you know, it's what to do. And 2018 was a good year, I feel like. So, first thing first, bro, we got best moments of 2018. Bro, I'm starting off with the Drake and Pussy T feud. That was that was like my, one of the best moments. Yeah, too. I forgot about that. I remember, but yeah, I remember we were really hyped up. <laughs> All happened up, we're just like, woo! I know. I was taking on Twitter warriors for like three days straight because <laughs> I was telling them Pussy T was gonna come with some heat, and they kept disrespecting them, calling them an old man who doesn't know how to rap. And I was just, I knew it. So yeah, that Pussy T Drake feud was, it was live. And you know what? I give Drake his credit too. That first, yeah, Drake. The, hey, Drake's. I'm not. I think we undermine, or oh, me and you <laughs> specifically, I think we undermine uh, Drake's, uh, Drake's, you know, this, this to push the T's. I think we for sure undermine that because we're just paying attention to push the T and we know we, we say that he he won. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think push the T won, but I mean, Drake's first rebuttal, though, it was it was good. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. I thought he was just going to do, you know, like almost like back to back. Basically, make just a whole pop song and have just two lines that were aimed at who he was aimed at. But he actually made a whole official, you know, diss record. So it was a lot better than I expected. I think that was part of why I liked the beef so much because it was it kind of caught me off guard. I thought it was just going to be, you know, them talking back and forth like how it usually is. Yeah. But, you know, it was it was bigger than that. So it was probably one of the biggest moments of 2018 for me. Let's see. I don't know. Biggest. I want to say this is the biggest, but it's probably our best moment. Yeah, I yeah. should say best. No, moment. no. I know. I'm. Not, I'm saying for me. I don't know if I would say um, this one's the biggest, but it's the one that you know most no- notably pops into my head. But uh, Meek getting freed from jail. Mm-hmm. I swear. Uh, when Meek got bro, Meek going to jail was probably the best thing for his career, bro. And that's that's my opinion of this. Now listen, what? listen, listen to me. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hey. So when before Meek went to jail. Uh-huh. He was a laughing stock, correct? He was a laughing stock. Yeah, the Drake fans. Yeah, yeah, no, but he was pretty much kinda like a laughing stock. Like, no, don't get me wrong. Me and you me and you know, I respect Meek and I always I always like him as an artist and everything, but in like the social media and pop culture world, he was a laughing stock because after that after their you know, the Meek and Drake diss oh, yeah, feud, yeah, yeah. you know, everybody was trying to tr- clown on uh Meek and then you had that whole that video the the video that merged where He's, you know, slipping. He slipped on the snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's like, and there's just a lot of incidents where it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, Meek, Meek's pretty much a laughing stock right now in just cultural terms. Mm-hmm. Um, 
dude goes to jail. Everybody starts protesting and you know having the support for Meek Mill. I remember. I, wait, who said it? I think it was Blake. It might have been Blake. Our home, you know, the dude Blake. Um, or people just saying like, You're, you guys are acting like Meek is Nelson Mandela, and of course I, I retweeted. I tweeted back. I was just like, that man is Nelson. <laughs> it's a modern day version of Nelson Mandela. Jokingly, of course, but you know, there's just a lot of he had. He gained a lot of support and a lot of momentum um, from all, you know, from all. Right, like from all backgrounds. I mean, you had uh, the Fi the Philadelphia 76ers owner visiting him in uh, visiting him in prison. Robert Kraft, New, New England Patriots owner, visiting him in prison. Um, I, I mean, of course, and then of course my Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, that's what I was right, gonna say. Yeah, my, I was gonna say honestly, Alex just Robbie. like if the you want to put best moment, you might just put everything in Philly for yeah. 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you yeah, had I the 76ers mean, balling, me getting out of prison. Not the Phillies. Uh, not the Phillies. I know. Well, they were, they were balling, but then they yeah, lost not, in the not, playoffs. Not last year. Not last huh? year. Not yeah, not they did year. a lot better than what they were before. Yeah, last year they did. They did. That's I'm what I'm not saying. Gonna lie. They did. They're so, improving. they, they did and a lot they, better. There's a lot of chatter there. There's a lot of chatter that Bryce, Har Bryce Harper is going to the Phillies. Going to be... Uh, signing to the Phillies oh, this weekend. See, that's so, what I'm saying. So, a lot of, I mean, a lot of they, they did a lot better than what they were. They made it to, like, the playoffs. And then Meek got out of jail. Mm -hmm. You know how, how that affected everybody. Then the Philly won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I mean, it and was just, that was, like, the best, like, moment overall. Because it had, like, <laughs> sports included in it. Then, like, mm -hmm. the culture and rap. And then because of Meek's situation, it added in the social, like, awareness. So, like, all together, that, that might be, like, a... You know, one of the best moments. I mean, yeah, you can say also Philadelphia. The city of Philadelphia had a tremendous 2018. My Eagles won the Super Bowl. You know, got to rub that in because the Falcons didn't, right? Trash. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, it kind of like ele elevated his career to be like to where it's just like Meeks for sure getting that respect from, I think, from every everyone, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so, um, him like him, yeah. Him going to prison to me, in my opinion, is the best thing that the best thing that happened to him. Like, Eagles rallied around him, using dreams and nightmares became their you know whole motto. So that was probably one of my best moments. And of course, just rub it in because we we talk we go we're gonna go back and forth on that. The Eagles beating the Falcons twice last year in the playoffs trash, and in the first game trash, of the season. Trash, 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 so you know. Got that little trash, trash talk. It was a hole. <laughs> he held he held Julio Jones. Just gotta get that trash talk in. But anyway, you have any more? You have any other moments or, or um, just the Drake? The not Drake really. Drake. The rest of them, they're just I guess like just little moments. But that's really it. Those were like the two big moments mm. for I say for 2018. And for Laker, I mean, being a Laker fan, LeBron coming to the Lakers. Me and you didn't like that. I'm just saying, like, just yeah. I know from speaking from the general general like general public of the Laker fan population, they love that. Mm -hmm. But. Whatever. It's what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, best sports moment for me, like I said earlier, the Philadelphia Eagles taking down Tom Brady and trash, the New trash, England trash, Patriots, you know. Trash. That trash, game. Trash, Ooh, trash. Bro, I swear that. That game. I I'm not going to lie. Y'all did play a great game, but that was still trash. Bro, I was. Bro, you don't know how nervous I was. I literally went in the back, put my jersey over my eyes, bro. When <laughs> Tom Brady had the ball, and I was just like. I'm not trying to see this because he got too much time. I know. If yeah. he didn't get that, if he didn't get that that strip fumble, it would have been over. 
Yeah, well, Brandon, as soon as I heard all the cheers, I was like, what happened? Saw Brandon Graham, strip sacks, Tom Brady. It's going up. I was about to burst into tears, bro. <laughs> Can't relate. Yeah, because the Falcons never won. So, you were, well, you were crying when the Falcons lost, you know. When they, never. I mean, they got. I was, I was, I was upset, but. Cried. You were boohoo crying. Yeah, okay. Boohoo. Crying. Anyway, yeah. What about you, Reed? Um, I would say I have a few actually. My first is D Rose dropping fifty though. Oh, yep. That that was like my best sports moment ever. Is <laughs> anybody that knows me, I've been like the biggest D Rose fan mm-hmm. ever since he was in college. So like seeing him go through all the injuries he went through, the life situations, you know, the troubles, people were writing him off, calling him washed, going from team to team, you know. I mean, for one point, he didn't play for long stretches. I mean, he had basically, you could call career-ending injuries time after time and still came back. And then for him to drop 50 like he did, I mean, he was already starting off the season, like, in a really, really great spot. He was putting up, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, his MVP numbers, but around that area from, like, he would have games like that. Not every day, but he would have games where he, you know, get 30 maybe 32 so then when that 50 came all the emotions that happened it was in a close game to win i mean that was like the best sports moment for me because you know d rose is my favorite pg of all time so yeah all right but that was i remember you know i'm a d rose fan but i remember (laughs) one time you were talking about the lakers should go get d rose i was just like no i was like he sucks now i don't know i'll say that because it's like i I like d rose don't get me wrong but he just wasn't playing that. He just wasn't playing that great at the at the moment. So it was just like, yeah. I think was, a lot I, of it was opportunity too. I mean, and then he played on the Knicks. I mean, it, it, plus <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, at the end of the day, it was gonna take time just to recover from all those knees and in, knee injuries because that's your knee. Like, yep. Like it's gonna take a long long time for you to just actually be recovering and everything. So it's dude had that dude had you know sorry almost every ligament in. In almost mm-hmm. one knee and then tore other ligaments in the other one. So. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think my other one, too, I think it was just because it was crazy. I mean, I was watching it live. was the Vikings miracle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I didn't even watch that one live. I you didn't? Oh, I think man, I just I saw a replay. I remember. I might have fallen asleep on that game. And I the, forgot. The funny thing, it was at my, my nephew's tournament. We had his tournament, and they had TVs there. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, a... Um, like it was a sports complex, and then they had like a side. Um, I wouldn't really say room, but area, because yeah. you could still see the courts. It was like a side area where they had like three or four TVs, and literally everybody was there. Everybody there was um, Saints fans, and it was only one Vikings fan. And the whole time he was talking trash, standing up on the tables, and then. He was like, watch, we're going to win this some somehow. And I'm like, no way. He's not going to win. I was like, I mean, I was like, Case Keenum, all the way down here. He has to go way down there in what was it, like six, seven seconds mm-hmm. left. I'm like, I, I was like, I doubt that was going to happen. And he bet one of the, uh, some other person there, he bet him $50. The dude shook on it the next play right after that. He threw it to Stefan Diggs. Saints 
CB missed the tackle. I don't, I don't know what he was doing. What was it PJ? Wait, was it PJ Williams or Mark? Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams, I believe. He missed the tackle. I, I remember. And then touchdown. No, 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 no. It was PJ. Was it PJ? Because PJ is from, PJ is from the IE. It probably and I remember. Was PJ and I remember then. they were talking about it. That yeah, was probably PJ then. But yeah, that that right there. I mean, that was another good sports moment. I had that one. I had the Rondo and CP3 fight. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bro, we joked. CP3 got decked. <laughs> we joked about that for like three weeks. But it's because I, I mean, now in the NBA, don't nobody ever fight. It's always just a few pushes and shovings, you know, words exchanged. And I said, but they were throwing shots. This, you know. CP got hit with a, what was it, a right hand or a left hand? One of them got hit with a left hand. I know Rondo got that too, but CP3 got hit the hardest. Yeah, CP3 did get hit the hardest because he got, because what, CP3 hit him once. Yeah, yeah I Rond think, Rondo fired on him first. CP3 got Rondo back. Yeah, hit him with an under then, uppercut, then, I think, then, right? In, uh, what do they call it? Oh, yeah, they call it an Ingram special now. Yeah, they special. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, that, that one. You had the JR moment too. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were talking about when he threw the, uh, he threw soup at the, at the Cavs coach. Oh, no, no. That was, that's funny, <laughs> I forgot that's about funny. that. <laughs> that one was funny, bro, too. I swear, the NBA has the best storyline. I know. I did, you know what one, too? The, the Rams and Chief game. That game yeah, that was, was a lot. Game. That was, like, one of the best football games I can remember watching mm -hmm. in a long time. That game was live. But I have that one. I mean, for my honorable mentions, I got Devontae Davis when he retired at halftime. <laughs> they were getting smacked so bad he retired. Well, um, bro, and it was just the second game of the season too. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I don't want to do this. He was like, I can't do this. I'm not no doing more. this no more. And then I got the um the Houston and Clippers, the tunnel. You remember? They're about to fight that after the year? game. I think that was this year. And I remember Fergie, that. that was yeah, funny. Fergie Dang. singing. Remember that everybody was bro, laughing, I'm making laughing, memes that, about it. The Rockets and Clippers look scuffle bro chris paul really knew this first of all their secret tunnels to the staples center i know and i know that but chris paul knew the secret tunnels just to get <laughs> get to the rock get to the my bad get to the clippers because they were trying to fight austin rivers right yeah well i think it was it, yeah it was austin rivers and somebody else it was blake i think yeah Man, that's the thing like was it this year that's what i'm trying i'm wondering because i believe it was this year well when did blake get traded oh he got played he got traded at the deadline huh yeah it was close to the deadline so it might have been this year I remember, but it was still funny. Yeah, <laughs> that bro, that that was one of the funniest things ever. I was like, that their secret tunnels. I was like, maybe I can exploit one of those and get in the game for free. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, and then the other one I had the um, what's I I know I'm gonna butcher her name, but uh, is it like a Bongo Wally or something? Remember in the um. She she played women's basketball. She hit the back-to-back -back oh, game winners. Oh, the North winners. I don't know. Yeah, I I know I don't know how to say her name, but that right there, though, that was part of like my best sports moments because I was watching both of those games. The first game when she hit the game winner, then the second one in the corner, and then Kobe tweeted her and like that. She was going up. She was she was getting buckets. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite sports moments because it's the fact that. UConn's women's team did not win the NCAA championship this That's year. That's true. And I'm so happy because I hate them. <laughs> they always win, bro. It's like, I cannot watch college women's basketball because it's so predictable. Because it's like, at the end of the day, I know UConn's going to win the championship. Yeah. It happens all the freaking time. So for that to have happened last year, 
for them to get knocked out and someone new win the championship. Magnificent, bro. <laughs> Magnificent. I agree. I agree. That was a great upset. It was, man. It was. But also, Serena, I obviously go with Serena Williams with her uh, her outfit stances. Yeah. Because they were like, what, they, what, they banned with the bodysuit? Yeah. Or something like that? I agree with that. I mean, yeah, I'll say even the outfit stances. And you remember when she even be, I mean, I don't know if it was before or after. I think it might have been after when she lost. You remember, and she got penalized for yelling. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was after. That, that was after, after that well, too. That, she had, I swear, Serena Williams had a rough year, like yeah. in terms of just tennis and just the tennis uh, world. Is just yeah, they're really trying. They're really trying to go for the goat. Yeah, they're that's really what I'm saying. I think it was a rough year, <laughs> but I think it also shed a lot of light though on you know, because I mean, obviously we know like in sports or just other general like. I'll say situations in life sometimes, you know, men are favored or treated differently than women are. Mm-hmm. But I think some like sports or other instances are left out. And then when she got in, you know, to that argument with the, I don't know, what do they call them? I don't want to say umpire. Cause I think baseball. they are called. Is it umpire? Called with the Whatever. umpire because Referees of yeah, how he penalized her for basically the same thing every other dude gets away with in tennis. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only did it bring light to that situation, but... It started like a whole conversation on other situations, and it, it especially on Twitter. I know because you know how people get into the arguments, yeah. and things go viral. Just those um, situations and those like comments and conversations that people are having—they're really enlightening because you see um, when they're not, a when lot. They're not of, ig- when they're not ignorant, of course, when they're not they're ignorant. But when yeah, when, it, when you but have yeah, actually it was, wise it was people, people that though. actually know what they're talking about, then it's actually like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Really so it, it was enlightening. Even sometimes people that are ignorant, it's en- it's enlightening because you can kind of see not really you you know that they're not right, but you can see like the disconnect mm-hmm. and where uh, what do you call it? Um, it's hard to communicate from one side to the other mm-hmm. because some people they're ignorant to other people's circumstances or perspectives. So I mean. It just it was it sparked a conversation that I think it was really good to have in 2018. This this is gonna fall in line for best sports and best moment, but uh, Colin Kaepernick, Nike endorsing Colin Kaepernick, oh, yeah. and all the little uh, racist, <laughs> all the little racist people burning their burning their Nike products or cutting their the Nike check logo from from everything. That was pretty funny because I'm just like, y'all just, just wasting I mean, money. <laughs> y'all just wasting. It just proved like y'all stupid, y'all racist. It's not that big of a deal, no. and then Nike and Nike's uh, stock went even higher. Yeah, because all the they, people it, were buying it, and then even the other people. They, that's what made it so dumb. Obviously, the people who supported it were buying it, but then the people who didn't support it were buying the stuff still mm-hmm. to burn it. So you're literally buying because their stuff isn't cheap. So you're buying shirts that are like twenty five, thirty, forty dollars, or shoes that are like eighty to a hundred plus dollars just to cut them and burn them. You're only hurting yourself by doing that. They don't it didn't that. even make sense. They don't know that, bro. I mean, we don't, they're racist for a reason. Racist for a reason, bro. They yeah. stupid. That's right. So, but let's move on. You have any more? Or? No, I think, yeah, that's good for me. So, I, I, me and you have talked about this before, but um, I feel 2018 was a really great year for it. For hip hop music mm-hmm. in general, I think we had a lot of, a lot of 
really you know really a lot of really great albums that came out this last year um disappointed with the grammys though the best rap album nominations everything i think all the albums up because you have travis scott's astral road nipsey hustle's victory lap uh mac miller's swimming r.i.p um mm-hmm. who, else? who else oh yeah push the t's daytona and, and like <laughs> i'll tell you after but and then the only problem i have is cardi b's invasion of privacy you have literally uh legit and then you have a legit argument for each one mm-hmm. uh for you know what's five so three out three out of the five albums are you know made by are done really lyrically and really lyrically sound albums um you have travis scott's because i mean that production was that production the hype that came with the album was just uh, magnificent but cardi b's invasion of privacy should not have been there you know my stance is j cole's kod should have been in the running for rap album of the year because that's my rap album of the year because at the end of the day for you to make it for you to make an, an album and talk on addiction and not just one form of addiction almost every form every form of addiction uh with in terms of drug drug abuse drug and alcohol abuse uh cheating uh cheating social media you know the addiction with social media in in this generation everything it just made me shed a tear bro made me shed a tear <laughs> <laughs> nah but yeah nah it's it just for me that's that's the best rap album of the year just just the meaning behind that album it just served as album of the year material but anyway for you best albums of 2018 or or more or just most most favorite albums uh oof. That's a lot, honestly. I think I told you my like my top three probably. Yeah, we have, yeah we had a we I had like a top. We did have an episode that was the top the yeah. top five. So honestly, five. If, okay, if I go top five, I got Redemption by J Rock, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle, KOD by J Cole, <laughs> Swimming by Matt Miller, and Daytona by Pusha T. Those See, are five. For me, Pusha T. I feel like. I know you know we talked about that. Pusha T, I feel like, because Pusha T's album is just really like, I feel like it's really overrated because it's crowned as, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but it's just overrated because it's like, I don't consider that to be the best album of the year after you know the resume that a bunch of the albums have uh, for 2018. Like it's, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's a good album, but I don't think it's overrated, and I can't crown it. I can't crown an album that was only six songs as album of the year because that's basically an EP but all I'm saying is I would take six great <laughs> songs over 35 trash songs or I would take six great songs over an album that has 15 songs and only four of them actually be a good quality because the rest were just watered down so I, I get really that but I mean, I'm just saying like I just feel it's overrated because it's getting a lot of um, it's gonna award it basically Best rap, uh, best rap album of the year, and I'm just like it's. I mean, it, it may not I, be. I think it had. There were more albums that were better than that. There were more albums that came out that were better. Well, yeah, I, I think. I mean, we'll see. It's all. It's all. Uh, what do you call it? Perspective and opinion. Mm-hmm. To you, it might not be the best. It might be good, but not the best. But to a lot of other people, it might be. No, and, and, I, and of course I understand that. I'm just saying it's. I, and just in my opinion, I feel it's very, very overrated. I don't know how. I mean, I, I'm not because I'm not saying I. I really just don't see how it makes. Explain to me how does it make best rap album? How is it considered the best rap album? 
I mean, if you just go... It's from, in my top 10, don't get me wrong. It's in my top if 10. If you go from criteria-wise, the lyricism is there. Is it not? He yeah. has the... Uh, no, I'm saying he can rap. I'm just saying. Like, no, I'm saying. Then you got the production as well. If we go beats, I, mean, I don't think there. too many of the albums that you mentioned have a better production than Daytona. I mean, the go himself worked on it. Exactly. So you got lyrics and you have the production. Then you have the hype as well. Because of um, the Drake beef mm -hmm. that you had with it. And I mean, I can listen to each song one through seven. There's seven songs that were six. There's one through six. I, I believe I it's seven. It's either seven or six. I believe it's, it's seven. seven. It's very short. But one through seven, I can listen to every single song. I mean, that meets every criteria for at least. I mean, I wouldn't say overrated. I mean, I don't know if you can really... I mean, it's just say like, that now. If you say that's the greatest album of all time or something, then yeah, that's overrated. But to say it's one of the best of the year, I don't think no, that's. No, but really I'm, saying, I'm not saying people overrated. are because people aren't saying one of the best. People are saying calling it the best. I mean, it, it can be the, the, it's best. One of the best. It's it can be the best. best, but that's why I said it all depends on opinion. Mm. That's why. See, you're looking at it from a different way. You're saying yeah. J. Cole's to you because of how he talked about addition. But addiction. I don't know. It's deeper I just, I in that find, way. I still find albums like, I feel J. Rock's album is better than him, than his. Uh, I'll, I'll put Championship over Pusha T's, honestly. Um, I'll probably put. I do have Championship up there, too. Yeah. Uh, and I'll probably put uh, Jid's album, DiCaprio, too. I did like DiCaprio, too, but I'm still taking Daytona over that. Yeah, that's fair, and I'm I'm just saying like I, it's hard for me to really see, uh, Daytona as the the album of the year. It is one one of the best album, the best albums of the year, but it's not the. Yeah, I also that's, like that's Black Panther too. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right, no, bro. Honestly, I said this. I think we got really blessed to get two great movie soundtracks from Black Panther and Creed Two, mm -hmm. to have Kendrick produce. To produce that album and then have Mike Will made it. I think those are two of the best, you know, movie soundtracks. Of course, I'm being, you know, biased, but <laughs> biased <laughs> because I'm black. But um, because black people made it. But I think those are two of the best albums. Yeah, like I, I really bump. I'm really bumping those movie soundtracks. I almost forgot about Little Wayne's Carter too. No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't forget. About yeah, that. I was gonna that in. And then uh, I like Hive Mind too by the Internet. I usually don't listen to that type of music. No, you listen to what? Uh, Neo So? Is that thing it's called? It's, uh, I've heard a couple and they're good too. But I like I like that music. Yeah. It's I mean it, it, it has like it's grow, it's growing on me a lot more. Yeah, that's when I don't discriminate in like what type of music I listen to, but it has to really just catch my ear. For me it's just I'm just like I don't really know who exactly to listen to. That's yeah. the issue I have. I'm like, okay, um you guys talking to all these people like I know Brent Fe Brent Fayez or Fayez is one, I, mm -hmm. and I really like Brent, Brent Fayez. Um, I mean, I think Black Black is also considered that, and I really that's what I think I told you, but I that's really one of the albums in my top five. I think uh, East Atlanta Love Letter was yeah. just a great album. Like I I vibe to that album. That that was a good album. I just you know Pretty Little Liars. That song is fire. Yeah, Pretty Little Pretty Little Fears. Pretty Little Fears. I mean, yeah, Pretty Little Fears. I mean, that song is fire. I listened to it like three times. First time, actually, I was like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> then the second time it came on when I was in the car, I was like, hold on. This is, this is kind of nice. And the third time, I was like, yeah, the, the, song is, the song is fire. 
Pretty Little Fears. I think we had two of those though. Pretty Little Fears and then on Championships twenty four seven. Um, yeah, bro. Meek Mill and Ellie yeah. Maya, that was both I was like, oh, okay. I know. That's yeah, I didn't expect this. I, didn't, I was, was like, like, oh, I, I just like Ellie Maya. I actually like Ellie Maya. <laughs> but yeah. So. And then uh, Reason. Reason's album. There you have it. Yeah. I forgot. That was, was a song. I don't even know. Did you listen to that one yet? Yeah, I listened to it. Bro, I just found out. Well, no, my bad. I just realized yesterday that Gambino <laughs> is on that album. Yeah, he's he's on situations. He sings the hook. Really? Am I yeah, bro. Because I was listening, again? I was listening, I was driving. I was listening. I was like, hold up, bro. I know this man's voice anyway. <laughs> I was like, for me to just pick up on this and find out that Gambino was on this, I was like, I, I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Also, you know what? Too, I I um I almost forgot. Uh, Book of Ryan. Like oh, yeah, yeah, Ryan. Five Nights. Yeah, and I like Kamikaze, yeah, I, say, I know I, some I, people I have to, mixed. I was about to tell you uh, you forgot Kamikaze because yeah. I know you like Kamikaze. Yeah, Kaze, Kamikaze is my stuff. I listened to about three songs and I was just like, I'm kind of bored of it. Like, I kind of, it just was, I don't know. I never really listened to Eminem in general, so it's, it's like, I think that would, that's something that's just like, I'm not going to. His, his word play is masterful, that's why I like it. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, the songs, like, the song with Joyner Lucas, I, I did like that song. That was a pretty good song. Uh, he was sending shots at everybody. I forgot yeah. what it's called. I hear you. He had a couple of them like that, though. I would say my favorite one might be uh, Jordan Lucas. Either that one or Nice Guy. And the only reason for Nice Guy is because it was just, it was a unique and odd song, the way he did it. Mm -hmm. but yeah. I mean, that's really most of my... Albums of the year. I hope I'm not forgetting them. I mean, I probably are. Are. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Mozzie too. I don't. Know, he dropped his. Album. I liked it. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to it. I liked his album. I know. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get home and then be like, "Dang, I forgot this album." <laughs> but that's what. That's what always happens. I know. With so many, to your credit, you did have a lot of good music in 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So it's like for me, um, not a lot of people like Stay Dangerous. I'm not calling it the but like either. but I like I like I like Stay Dangerous. Yeah, bro. you know YG is my dog. And I was like I was like I, I like I said when we recorded that one episode when that album came out when I said people are just mad because it's not twerking it's like it's not twerking music, bro. Mm -hmm. But I I think he really did it. Like yeah. I feel I feel like he I almost he forgot just, about that. Uh, my favorite song off of that one was probably Bomb Town's Finest and. Um, too young with him and uh, Mozzie. My, songs. For me, it has to be uh, six 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 with uh, young boy, young boy NBA. Cause that, that, cause that beat, bro. I just be like, hey, <laughs> be like, damn that beat, that bass. I, I know. I be vibing to that man. And then uh, for me, Boss Milky Way. Yeah. Go on, definitely. <laughs> I see. That's what I'm saying. I forgot about that one too. Yeah, Boss album was hard. I was I was very surprised with Tory Lanez "Love Me Now" album because I don't really like I don't really listen to Tory Lanez but I listened to that album I was just like that is pretty good I was like Dang, that's a lot of people I'm forgetting that's what I'm saying we have so many albums it's hard to remember all I mean of them. like and for sure uh what's it called Slime Language okay because like, me and you because me and you weren't young thug <laughs> like, yeah we're like, not young thug and after that I was just like because a lot of people like, didn't disliked it but I was just like. This was good. Like I know, I to me, like, I was like, like one of the albums I was listening. Like, okay, this actually goes hard, especially that January first and going up. Those two songs mm -hmm. is like, those two are like the best two songs in there to me. 
Um, and Chanel. Featuring Gunna. I think I'm trying to think of what the, my favorite song from that one is. That one's a little <coughs> harder to think of my favorite song. But yeah, that, that album was good too. Yeah. We, we, had, we had a lot of really good albums. I you hope know, 2019 is like this. Oh, yeah, bro. Get some good music. All I, I told you this. All I care about is Revenge of the Dreamers 3. The only thing I am caring about. But bro. he said he's going to drop his um Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, he's, I know he's going to. I know he's going to. KOD and then the EP. Bro, I know he's I'm telling you, mixtape Cole is better oh. than album Cole. Even though album Cole is still part of GOAT Cole, mixtape Cole is something else. That's, that's when I first... Found out who J. Cole was, yours truly and yours truly too. I'm like, hold on, who is this? <laughs> I was like, this this dude is nice. No, yeah, mixtape Cole, album Cole, two different people. Facts. Both nice, mixtape Cole is just nicer. Yes, that's he, nice. Because I think he's a little more ruthless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't care. He doesn't uh, care. He's going in. Like, that's what I'm excited about Revenge of the Dreamers 3, bro. It's just like all the people that have been shown that. I mean, I, sh- I sent you guys that snippet. With JID and, and mm-hmm. Boss song, I was just like, I need this now. I need this now. <laughs> like Dreamville. Yeah, it's gonna go up. But hey, man, the gym is gonna Dream, be hard. for sure, Dreamville had the. I think Dreamville, Dreamville in general, had owned 2018. Mm-hmm. J Cole owned 2018. All his features, especially on a lot with 21 Savage, that's probably that's probably my best feature uh, in my opinion for J Cole last year because. I, I remember I was listening to the first song of 21 Savages album and I'm just like, okay, that was like, this is a good song. J. Cole's part hits. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was yeah. like, oh, God. Hey, he really like, has been killing like every single feature that he hopped on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, so J. Cole, big year. I think he, he owned 2018. I think he's going to own 2019. Unless Kendrick drops, it, drops an album, which I, I expect Kendrick to be dropping the album because I think it's overdue. Maybe, but JID Boss dropped his album. Um, Kaz dropped his album. Ari Lennox, you know, made created Share Butter Baby. Her yeah. album's supposed to be coming out this year, so I was like, I think 2018 and 2019, Dreamville's giving TDE a run for their money right now. So I'm hoping, you know, I, you know, when we were talking about it earlier, I'm hoping we get that freaking, you know, concert idea of TDE versus Dreamville because that would be the best show. I know. The best show, cause it's like there's so much comparisons in those two, uh, in those two brands. Like they're literally so much alike, and it's crazy. I mean, this, I mean, you just go down the list, and you, when you try to compare them, of course you got J Cole and Kendrick, Ari Lennox and SZA. I mean, of course they're the only women, but they have beautiful, you know, they have beautiful voices. I don't want to hear no SZA slander because her vocal cords are permanently damaged, so she's trying to <laughs> trying to get that back. Um, who else? I think you got Rock and Q. No, yeah, yeah. And then you I'm got Kaz and uh, Boss, and you guys. No, yeah, I'm trying, but I'm trying to like compare the two, like compare them with with their counterpart. I would say to me, Rock is more like Q. I mean, Rock is more like a uh, Boss. I would say. Yeah, I yeah I can see that because I was gonna say I was gonna say Q, but now I'm just like. Yeah, I would say yeah. Rock is more like I say Q. And I say Q and Kaz are kind of more alike. Yeah. Like how their styles are. Or, kind or of laid Absol back. a little bit too. Yeah, Absol too. And then I think, uh, what would you compare? Or maybe I'd say JID's kind of like Absol. 
Like they both have like unique voices and like the like the type of songs they make. I can yeah, I could compare either JID to Absol or Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. And Isaiah Rashad needs to drop something something right soon. Real soon. But uh and I and if I don't if I compare JID to Absol, then I'm going uh Earth Gang and Earth Gang and uh, Isaiah Rashad. Because yeah. I, feel, I feel like both those are two like JID and Earth Gang and then Isaiah Rashad are both uh labels. Like Secret X, right there. Mm-hmm. Like they can come in. I mean, you still have, and then you still have uh, Lute, Lute, and Omen for Dreamville. Any uh, what you think? You still have what Lance Skywalker? Yeah. For TD. So I'm just saying we need to get that. We need to get that concert marketing idea. Marketing. They'll make be making a lot of cash. A lot of cash. Facts. But I know, and I know you never listened to Tribute Reds uh, album. Cause you don't, I know you don't really don't listen to him, but yeah. he's pretty good. His album was pretty good. I did enjoy that. Smino's album. I don't know how to say the word. It's no no year, no weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say, say that. Either. I don't know how to say that word. But that was good. That was good album. I was playing it. I remember when I was taking you somewhere. I was playing it. I was playing it. And you were like, "Who's this?" That was Smino, bro. That was Smino. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. At the end of the day, I think really great. A really great year for music. You know, Trey Songz dropped some stuff. That's right. I'm just Future and Juice World's collab was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I tell you, bro. I'm telling you, my hot take of 2018 and 19. Juice World is a black post Malone. I'm telling you, it's facts. Wow. They, I'm telling you, they, they're basically the same. If you listen to their music, I don't. But you know, I listen to post Malone. Uh, they're based. So I mean, you know, that, wait, but that's not a good. Post Malone dropped in 2018, huh? Mm-hmm. I forgot about his album. His yeah, album was hard too. Yeah, his his album was hard too. But I'm telling you, they sent they they sound alike. Is that lot. good? Is that a good thing? Or? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I but I think still think Post Malone is actually better, but uh, it's a good thing though. You know, I actually I, now I have to like I'm about to start listening to Post Malone. <laughs> I'm gonna start playing them back and forth just to see. I'm telling you, I, bruh, dead on, dead on. There's a few times I was listening to a song and was like, wait, is this, this Juice World or is this Post? <laughs> I had to really pay attention to tell which is which. Hey, bro, let me ask you. So, you know how the Super Bowl's in Atlanta this year? Right. And uh, Maroon, 5 is, Maroon 5 is the halftime performance. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, they're offering a lot of uh, other black artists like Beyonce, Jay Z. You know the the opportunity to perform. They all turned it down because of the Kaepernick situation. Uh, Travis Scott. It was just like it was announced. I think last month, Travis Scott is gonna perform with perform with Maroon Five in the Super Bowl. A lot of people are calling him a sellout. Do you consider Travis Scott a sellout? Uh, I think it's just all on perspective. I could say. I mean, it is a little odd that almost every black artist, all of them that were invited, declined. And yet you're the only one who accepted it. But I mean, he never gave his reasons exactly why yeah, he I mean, accepted it. I assume he got offered a large... That's what I'm saying. Who knows? He might <laughs> need the money. I, mean, I, don't th- I don't think he needs the money because he... Well, I'm saying for like a bigger plan, you know. Sure. He might have sure. a bigger picture that we don't know about. So he's planning, you know, to use that money for something in the future. 
who knows it might even be go for to support for Kaepernick or something so who knows but I mean surface value it kind of does look like he's a sellout but I mean I get I wouldn't really call him that though, yeah especially over just this one circumstance plus we don't plus at the end of the day we don't know his stance like if he's like yeah, I feel like, you know, money talks, so, I mean, I just, like, he just posted something on the story the other day, and he just said he had gotten offered a million for a gig, so, I'm assuming, and with the Super Bowl, you know you're getting offered a large yeah. amount of money. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I can't consider myself out, just because, at the end of the day, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know where he stands on, on that issue. I mean, of course, I assume he stands on he stands on the same side, but I don't know if he's someone that's boycotting the NFL like other other people are. Yeah. Because me and you aren't boycotting, boycotting the NFL. I sure as heck can't because <laughs> I'm trying to make a profession out of, out of these sports. But, um, you know, I'm going to be excited to watch. I'm going to be excited to watch him. But I, I say this. If the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, uh, I do think – they, I think, I think they will ask Meek Mill to perform their um, walkout, walkout music. And so, would, and so, would you consider Meek Mill a sellout if, if that happened? Because he's, I know he's, he's not boycotting. I mean, Philly's still in the playoffs. I know that would, that's an interesting situation. I don't know. Because he, again, he's the one that said he's the one that came out, of course, at Travis and said. We just like didn't come in and foul, but he's just saying he was like you don't need, he was like you don't need to do that. You good, bro? Like you good? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if if, I, if they asked him because he's close. I mean he's close with many of the Eagles players. He's close with Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner. So I'm interested to actually see how that turns out. I know that would be a good developing situation. I mean because they walked out to Dreams and Night- Nightmare last year, so. I know that's why I think it would be would be harder to decipher that one because I mean for one he's from that city it's not like the you know don't get me wrong Houston's still in the run but you know mm-hmm. it's not like that's his official you know uh, what do you call it because he's from Houston but like if the Houston if Houston doesn't make it I know oh yeah they didn't but you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, they don't make it. It's not like he has a obligation because that's where he's from. You feel me? Say like Tupac or like if he was a live performer for L.A. or you know mm-hmm. Biggie performing for the South Side from Queens or from New York. You know, like Meek is from Philly. He's like a he's like D Rose to Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a staple. He's now a, he's a exact now he's a staple for Philly. They rallied around him, so I mean it's it's different in the situation. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying. Interesting development, bro. We will watch that as it continues. I know if you jinx it and it actually happens, it's gonna be something. I'll be happy because my team goes to Super Bowl again. So. And then y'all gonna lose this time, so I can talk <laughs> a lot of trash. Who, who we gonna see? Huh? I don't know. Who we gonna see? I don't know. Honestly, I I don't I want to say I don't think the Patriots are gonna go, but. The Patriots are the Patriots. Even when they don't look like they're going to go, they always find a way to go. So, I mean, but, I mean, you got the Rams, and the Chiefs, the Saints. Those are, like, the top three, I would say, Rams, Chiefs, and Saints. Under that, probably you would have Colts and Chargers. Um, 
And then under that, you got the underdogs, but they're kind of catching fire. You got the Eagles and the Cowboys. Who else is in the playoffs? Did I forget anybody? Nah, that's, that's everybody. That's, that's everybody. Slow. Yeah. So I mean, that's really how I see it. But you know, that's what ended up being the most dangerous teams are the ones that catch fire, like yeah. y'all did last year. The Eagles, the Cowboys. We were on fire the whole season. So I know. We just lost. We just lost a lot of people in our quarterback. But the playoffs fire was different. Y'all caught a different type of fire. That momentum was ridiculous. I hated it though. <laughs> Still salty. Facts. Hey man, so what do you have? Like we were talking about storylines. We were talking about story storylines earlier. Who do you have, or what do you have as your wildest storyline of 2018? If we go wildest, I would say the Jimmy Butler situation. That was wild. That was that, that was that wild. Was. Forcing his way out. <laughs> Cheering on the the fans that were like you know uh, the other the away teams fans when he was sitting on the bench when they were losing, clapping for them. I'm like, he was doing everything in his power to get kicked out. He shows up to practice with the the third stringers and beats the starters. Like that was a wild situation altogether. Yeah, the Timberwolves crisis was definitely a crisis. Mm-hmm. Um. It's crazy that I feel like it's weird because I feel like they they play a lot better ever since they've been playing a lot better since he left. This is and true. I guess that of course that I guess that just shows it was kind of like that whole team was just really dysfunctional. I mean, they, and they just fired Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah that, I think yeah. Well, that's a big part of playing well. Sometimes you can have a lot of talent, so on paper it looks good, but if they're not cohesive, if they don't get along, if they don't know how to work together, then I mean it won't work. It's a team sport, mm-hmm. obviously. So everybody has to play as such. If it if they don't, I mean, you might get out with some wins. You might even have a winning record, but you won't win too many playoff series or championships. Yeah, no, nah, they definitely need. Yeah. They definitely need a Jimmy. Uh, if they if they want to make the playoffs, they definitely need Jimmy. You, I mean, we saw when he got hurt. They were you. They were like what fifth or sixth, and then yeah. all of a sudden they dropped out of the playoffs to end of the season, borderline, barely made the playoffs off of one game. So, mm-hmm. for me. It for sure has to be that Dwight Howard storyline. Yeah, that was the last storyline, <laughs> too. I'm not going to lie about that. So, yeah, if you don't know what happened with the Dwight Howard storyline is apparently Dwight Dwight was what in a relationship with mm-hmm. not a transgender, but just a, just some guy that dresses like, dresses like a woman. I, like, they, I guess he doesn't. They didn't consider that transgender. I don't know. Yeah, because well, they said the guy didn't identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. He just likes to dress as a woman. But what's that called? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know if you call it just a cross dresser or might maybe. But I don't. I don't really know the specifics because you know I'm gonna try not to offend anybody. So I don't. But and we don't know how true it is that whether he sees himself as a woman or not. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if he sees himself as a woman, obviously it's a trend. You know. He's, She's trying to gender. We don't know how you know. We don't know the truth of the whole story. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. All the details. I mean, weren't released, but yeah, that was. And then he's ruled out for the season because of. I'm uh, getting there. That's like I explained the story. (laughs) I know, but that that's the funniest. That's the worst part. That's I know. That's what I'm saying though. That's the worst part of the story is the fact that when I saw Watch tweet tweet that and said he had a glute injury, I was just like, I was like. I no, this is, know, the, this is bad timing. You know, Twitter out. was running wild with that, <laughs> dude. I was dying. Honestly, I like, I was dying. Like, I felt bad for Dwight, but when I saw that, I was like, bro, I was dying at that. I was like, that was the worst timing you can get. 
mm-hmm. get that, you know, just have that come out. So anyway, back to the story. So this is what happened. So yeah, basically he was in a relationship with like a cross gender. And uh was called, I guess he cheated on the cross the cross gender guy or girl, I don't know. Don't wanna offend. So <laughs> cross gender person, um, with uh someone that organizes like transgender parties and mm-hmm. orgies and orgies basically. So and the, the the woman is woman itself was a transgen was a transgender. So, um, what's called she was the cross gender person was all of course upset because you know they ha- she believed that her her and Dwight had a whole relationship going on, and I'm trying I'm trying to also just having this all this cross gender transgender stuff is like <laughs> the terms are hard. I just yeah, like, it's just the term. Now, honestly, sure I just say transgender. That's what I'll just say. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, the cross gender person. So I um, guess if, if if it's a girl, transgender. Mm-hmm. So I guess what he would be viewed as a she. So. Yeah. Yeah. She transgender. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the cross gender right now. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, the cross gender person is you know upset of course because Dwight basically cheated cheated on him or her, and <laughs> bro. It's, I can't get it up. I know. He cheated on her. Oh, yeah, anyway, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, apparently there was like Dwight's party was throwing, sending out threats to the cross gender person talking about, you better not go public with this. Um, you better keep quiet about this. Don't say anything. Blah, 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 blah. Turns out it's his, it's rumored to be his pastor sending out the threats talking about, we're watching you. We're going to kill you. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so the wizard, you know, and it's all going up. Wizards, um, Wizards and Dwight kind of both agree that he should kind of like step away from the team for a bit because, you know, you have to find out the legal side of those th- threats if they are true, if they send out those threats. Then later in the week, it turns out, uh, early, like, early, in the, early in the NBA season, Dwight missed about the first two, three weeks of the season due to a, like a glute injury, they said. Mm-hmm. And so it turns out um, that same week we, we find out that he's – Probably out for the season or most part of the season due to the due to like a uh, a glute like a glute infection or something like that where he has to get surgery. So that's that story and that's why it's the wildest because of all the things, bro. Of all, first of all, first we find out Dwight could be could be bisexual. Cause I mean he has like nine baby mamas, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna you can't consider him flat out gay, but he's probably like. By saying he probably goes both ways, um, then that whole butt injury thing—it's kind of like it's not good timing. It's not good timing. Wildest storyline of 2018. <laughs> I'm still taking my Jimmy Butler one. Though. That one was crazy too. That was no, yeah, that was definitely crazy. But I just think that was just like that was more like it was tense and more just like okay, we're seeing like. We're gonna see every day because he, because this happened back in August and he was still yeah. on the team. I think the thing about with the whites was nobody started. seen it coming, and then when we thought it was over, then something else popped up, and then it kept going and going till eventually it ended. Because yeah, that, I think I mean there's nothing wrong with you know transgender people or anything of that sort. Yeah, which is at the time, like you said, he had nine baby mamas. Then they find out, you know, that he was in a relationship with a transgender, and they're like, oh, okay, this is surprising. 
then it finds out that he was trying to pay to keep him quiet mm-hmm. and it was and like, like oh, damn. yeah and then threats are yeah like then, the pastor is sending out threats. exactly like, then on. it went to the pastor was the one sending threats and then you learn he's out for the season because of a glute problem and i'm like it's like revelation after revelation you're like okay when did the story end so like four climaxes and then like a matter of a week so, yeah. yeah but but we haven't heard anything new from that situation so it's true so that i mean i don't know what's going on um they say he's recovering he's, he's recovering well so that's that's good so let's bring it to a lighter subject that was a str- that was really a struggle for me to explain that story, bro. Just because I didn't know all the political, ter- I just wanted to make sure with all the political terms. Yeah. But um, let's hit up films. Your best films of twenty eighteen. But you know what I'm picking for my best film. Look, you know I'm a big Black Panther fan. I've always been a Black Panther fan even before the movie. So not yet. You know that was like you the first much- movie I actually fanned over like that. So, <laughs> bro, you know how much how mad that makes me that now you know. Came out in February. All of a sudden, now everybody's just like, "The movie isn't that good. Yeah. Jamal wasn't that good of a villain." I'm like, "Y'all just saying that because it's overhyped." It, we can all agree that it was overhyped. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, doesn't mean it wasn't a great movie and a good movie, but it's just all the exaggeration that came with that movie. Mm-hmm. It kind of was really, really overhyped. But at the end of the day, that was good. That was a good film, bro. Like the the plot, the message behind that movie. I mean. I mean, you and if you like all the other Marvel movies that have come out, like Spider-Man: Homecoming and all that, they because they've they're starting to change the the whole um, their whole agenda with, especially in Phase Three. Like it was more like a story, like we're gonna actually focus on the story and not get, like not focus as much on action. Yeah, that's facts. I agree with you. It was. I mean, I still obviously like I said, I still like it because I've been a Black Panther fan forever. But yeah, it was overhyped. And people are trying to say, bro, I'm mad. People are really trying to say Michael B. Jordan isn't a good actor. Like my sisters. <laughs> like, I'll have to fight for you. Bro, if you, you've seen Fruitvale Station, right? Yep. I don't understand how you can say Michael B. Jordan isn't a good actor. Fruitvale Station s- sells me on, debunks that whole thing and sells me that he's a good actor. Because, man, that, that movie's sad. He played that role. He played that role great. Woo. So you, you would just say he's not a good actor. And Hardball too. I don't know if y'all remember that movie. That's when he was little though. I didn't see he that. He was young. Yeah, it's called Hardball. Oh wait, you know, okay. I I know the movie you're talking about. I just I still haven't. I might have seen it, but it was just a long time ago. Yeah. I say though, if I say like the best movie, if we not saying the best movie to me, but just overall, I probably have to go Infinity War. Yeah, I, you that's know, like, you that's know, like the best you know movie. No, I was going to Infinity War because I told y'all when I saw that I was just like. I don't know what the heck just happened right now, bro. I'm so confused. I'm so lost. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> I, I one saw, of the bro, best cause, movies. Because I saw and I saw Infinity Wars, the you know the Thursday, you know th- the Thursday premiere, mm-hmm. the Thursday premiere, and I, I, I'm not kidding you. When we left the theater, it was quiet, no noise at all. Everyone left the theater silent. Not one word was made. Because everyone it was in shock and in just awe. Like, what just happened, bro? That's what I'm like, bro. Like, for me, that movie, best movie of 20, like, best movie of 2018. Of course, there's probably other films, but that's just our opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure, Black Panther's up there. And I agree with you right there. Yeah. It, I, have, I have Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, that was good. Creed 2. I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, Equalizer 2. Venom. 
I hated Venom, bro. Did you really? I really did not like Venom. What? It and was, I like Rampage. It was too. like, yeah, it was cool. I like Rampage. Like Venom was just, I give if I had to give Venom a rate, it would be a five. Why you say that? They made Venom too weak. Well, they, obviously like, they said it was gonna be well because it's Spider Man. Bro, I don't care. They made him weak. He wasn't a villain. I don't want the villain to be a hero. Like they could, I don't know. I just need to see how they. Well, because Venom wasn't a, a villain till the, like when he came into, I would say, contact with Spider Man. That's when it was really hero versus villain. Plus, it's a different universe. You know, they have a lot of, you know, yeah, but universes. Like, but they're talking about you know crossing Tom Hardy's Venom into the MCU too. So well, now yeah, see now if they do that, he'll probably become the villain. But I think this is more the in- introduction to Venom. And then also, it just wasn't that strong, bro. And it was well, pretty short. because Venom, well, Venom isn't like the strongest. No, I'm saying, well, no, he is like. No, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he is. He's like he's stronger than Spider-Man. Carnage no, but I'm is saying, stronger but than Venom. Saying, like, Rampage is like, stronger like, than Venom. The, no, but the or the origin of the Venom, the symbiote, is he's like the only one. He's like the only one, or he's just like, I forget. They say he's either the only one or he's like. A, like the king he's actually like the king so it's like for the well for it, someone to be stronger than him like that shouldn't have actually happened because like, well, in the comics because he, he's, he's the, the symbiote itself he's not the strongest one but it's the pairing that he has but because like i said it's the intro he's probably not going to be the strongest because half the movie he's still adapting to the person he bonded with fight scene was weak the fight scene was really weak it was really short too Tom, the only reason I give it a five, oh, I could give oh, it a so five. Oh, so now you understand it's, it's too short. So, but you wanted to get on my head top when I said the fight scene between Thor and Thanos was too dang short. I That's why I didn't like the ending. And you want you want to get on me about that. I was get, I was getting on you because you agree with Mosley saying that it was overrated. That's I said what, the ending was overrated. Who did not say the ending was overrated? Yes, I did. And you were mad about, you were talking about, oh, in the comic this, in the comic that. We And I told you, they were not going to go off the comic. I didn't say like, that. I was talking to Mosey something else about the comic. <laughs> you, were I'm saying, saying, you were saying the comics were I was, saying, I was like, they're not going to go exactly. I, exactly. I was telling Mosley about the comic. What I said, I said, I expected the Thor and Thanos battle to be way longer than that. Yeah, it was short. I, was I don't remember you ever saying that. Saying that, but yes, the I said the ending was overrated. That's why it was overrated. To the me. ending was not okay. That's why. That's why the ending was overrated. To Man, me. But I wanted to see a better fight scene. The fight scene was too short. But you have to remember that we're getting two parts. We were always going to get know, two parts. I don't originally. care about the two parts. The fight scene it was too short to me too. When uh, Iron Man and them were going at it with him, I think I didn't think that was too short. I thought it was too short. I, I can I under, I can understand you with the Thor. And then the Thor one, especially the <laughs> Thor one, and the Thor one, I it was too short to me. I mean, well, plus it was too short because at the same, if you think it's too short, is mainly because you have to. There was two battles going on, so you had to go back to Cap's battle with Black Pan- and Black Caps and Black Panther's battle with on Wakanda and then exactly. the you can pass that up though they're battling some no names man no, we're that, talking Thor and Thanos that's like the two main people what is that no that's literally like Thor, Thor me watching a boxing was, event and only focusing on the fights before Floyd and like McGregor there that's like me focusing on the little ones and then deciding only to watch a minute of the main event how do you not how do you not let that there fight be more than 30 parts. seconds? Like, Well, that first of all, there's three parts because Thor is also building his new weapon. 
So <laughs> exactly when he finally came back, he killed everybody. <laughs> when he finally came back, I expected that right there to be a great fight. Well, you see, he almost killed him. So we had to build up the ice, bro. At the end of the day, you gotta remember they're not gonna just give us everything because it was two parts. It trash. <laughs> it was two parts. Trash, bro. Trash, you gotta trash, remember trash, that. Trash, trash, trash. The I mean, ending again. was trash. <laughs> the ending I'm was disappointed. Trash. I am disappointed. Yeah, that still was a great movie. movie. Still the, the best movie 2018, but the <laughs> disappointed. Uh, bro, no. I expected more. Uh, I, I just have to, do, I have to disagree. You're caught in the moment. That's all it is. You're caught in the moment. You're caught in the fact that you didn't think he was going to snap his fingers and make half the world disappear. That's true. That's, that's what y'all caught in. That's why you're caught in the moment. Because when he got hit with the axe, everybody was like, oh, he saved him. Then he said he should have aimed for it. Did he say head or hand? Some people have been saying head. he's been saying hand. Why would anybody? Because if he oh, chop yeah, off his hand, he sense. can't snap his fingers. <laughs> so, I mean, some people said he said head. Some people said he said hand. But either way, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. He, whether he said said for the head or the hand, whichever one still, that's what everybody got caught up in. Because they thought he was dead once he got hit with that axe. And then he snapped his finger and everybody was like, no way. And then they seen people start, and they got caught with, uh, what do you call it? Spider-Man saying, you know, mm. you know, what's wrong with me? And it's starting to fade away. And that everybody was caught in the sentimental moments. That's what it was. <laughs> I wanted to see that fight, brother. I don't care about the cinema. You can disappear. I don't want to see you anyway. I came for Thor and Thanos. <laughs> I want to see that fight. That's the main event. How you Bro, go past? Everybody was caught up in the sentimental moment because ain't nobody thought. You That's know, like Tyson and Ali. I don't. I don't you care know. about no Bro, sentimental you moments. Got, but you got Iron Man and Thanos. That's all you need to get. That was that's all you need to get. Everybody thought. Tony I, Stark. I'll get that Iron Man handled his handled his business. Because I thought Tony Stark was gonna die. I thought he was gonna die. He handled his business. But still, I'm I'm thoroughly disappointed. I hate you, bro. That's really what everybody was caught listening to in the moments. Gamora getting thrown off the thing and dying. That was sad. Star Lord overreacting and socking them when they could have got the glove off. Yeah, you like, told me that. But <laughs> everybody that was caught listening to in the moments. Yeah, that did make me mad. But they were this close. All I'm saying is, they should have made the fight seem longer. So all I know is the next one. Mm -hmm. Three fourths of the movie better be fighting. I only want to see talking every once in a while. <laughs> you better talk for five minutes when you catching your breath, and that's it. Bro, you saw that trailer. You I saw that trailer. trailer. I did. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want to see fighting. I don't want to see no sentimental talks and cliches. I don't want to see you looking at the camera with tears in your eyes. I want to see you getting socked out. That's why you got tears in your eyes. <laughs> Hey, bro, did you, you saw Aquaman, right? Yeah, I did. What did you think of it? I like Trash. Wow. I know, no, you, I know you're lying. Um, <laughs> it, and that was, it was good. It was okay. I would, No, it was good. I wouldn't say okay, because okay means like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good. I say it was good. I told the wrong. It was good. It just had corny. It was just you can tell exactly. the corny. Exactly, it was, was corny. corny. That's corny. what I'm saying. It <laughs> was good, but I look. Look, I already told you I don't like sentimental stuff. I just said that with, the, no. with Infinity War. Yeah, the, the writing between Aquaman and Mera that was pretty corny. Even like their their kiss scene, I was just like, I kind of cringe at them all. Like it's not the time, bro. I was like yeah. that whole that whole writing. It was good. Don't get me wrong. The visuals were good. Just like there was just. But like the corny writing, but also the corny writing didn't make it bad. You could just tell it was corny. Exactly. Yeah, they just had a, or they had some corny moments. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's okay. Like, 
DC for sure needed that. <laughs> DC definitely needed that, so it was okay. Yeah, it was it was a good movie though. It was a good movie. I expect the second one to be better. I feel like I didn't see enough movies, bro. <laughs> I seen too many movies. I felt like I was at the I, movies. I felt like I every other week. I felt like I saw enough movies, but now I'm just like just going through the whole list that of movies that came out. Like, bro, I seen just about I didn't see enough. all those mo- well, big movies. Only one I had to walk out of was Hereditary. That movie. Was <laughs> yeah. See, people try to get on me, bro. Talking about people really be trying to get on me, bro, because I don't mess with that supernatural stuff at all. <laughs> I'm like. Do I want to risk the chances of something falling <laughs> or behind me, bro? No. Fuck. I mean, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I, I had to walk out of that one. I mean, usually, it, like, usually it's whatever. It doesn't matter. But that one, they was doing too much. They was going too hard and, uh, you know, too wild with that stuff. I was like, nah, it's time to go. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Deadpool two and Creed two is on my list, of course. Deadpool yeah. two and uh, Incredibles two. You know, out of all the movies, that's the only one. I, yeah, I have Incredibles two. I didn't see Deadpool. Did you didn't see that? I still haven't seen it. I thought you would have seen it, bro. Bro, I'm saying, you know, I like Deadpool, but mm-hmm. I just haven't seen it. I need to see that one though. It was good, bro. It was good. It was pretty funny. Funnier than the first. I was, I knew you were gonna ask me that, and I was trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I think I need to watch it again. Just yeah, is it around the same? It, I mean, if it's around the same, then it'll be. Good. It's around the same or look. Yeah. I don't remember, bro, because it's been some time since I seen it, so I Was need the to, plot better than the first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm just like looking, just going through all the movies like that came out, bro. I was like, damn, bro, I really need to catch up on my movies, man. Like, there's a lot of movies I want to see, like Widows. Seen it. A That's green, a good movie. A Green Book. Um, seen it. That's a good movie. Yeah, I really want. Bad Times at the El Royale. I want to see that. Oh, you know what? We had to walk out of that movie. Why? It was a good movie, but we had to leave, though. So I can't uh, remember. Yeah. I was, di- was kind of disappointed with Solo. A Star Wars story. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah, I seen that one. I just wanted to see, but I wanted to see Don Glover, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And you know what movie is actually pretty funny? Blockers. Yeah. With John Cena, bro. Wait, what's that movie, Tag? Yeah, that I didn't see that movie is hysterical. I didn't see it. I you haven't see, seen it? I, I wanted to see it. Oh, bro, see that movie. That I'm movie is hysterical. waiting for it to come, be, come on the HBO Go I thought out. it was, was going to be cheesy and, like, kind of corny, like, over the line with trying to be funny with the punchline. Now, that movie is funny. It's a good movie too. Like the plot is good and it's funny. It's yeah, I'm, I'm. I want to watch it. So I mean, I think it comes on a uh, HBO Go this mm-hmm. month. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Um, but yeah, Blockers, bro. I didn't think that movie was gonna be that funny, bro. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro. John Cena played his role. Well. I know. Bro, I didn't think. Really I didn't know how he was gonna adapt to that role, but he played it well. Bro, John Cena. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always rooting for John Cena. That's my favorite wrestler. So, if you being real, that's my favorite wrestler. I know people gonna get on me, especially Diaz. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I'm more of an Undertaker, Jeff Hardy, Sting type of guy. That's cool. They ain't John Cena though. You obviously can't see the truth. <laughs> hey, bro. All right. 
Let's move to let's move to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Steelers because they're really dysfunctional. No, the AB situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like. I don't, I really don't like Ben Roethlisberger, bro. He's he's a rapist. How are you gonna get tr- accused for it twice? Bro, there's only two athletes I in the that I can think of in football that have accusations on them in that in that category that I believe, and that's Jameis Winston and Ben Roethlisberger. Happen if it happens more than once, bro. That it's science. It's science. But anyway, Antonio Brown. Let's see. Let's talk about that man because he didn't show up for he didn't show up that last week of the game. Is it? it would you trade? If this, you were the Steelers. Would you trade Antonio Brown? I mean, honestly, I feel like they just either some of the players gotta go that are toxic, or it's the yeah, because that's still his organization. Yeah, just toxic. or it's the uh, like the, like you saying I was gonna say like the office, <laughs> like the organization, the, the coaching staff. Because that, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fire Mike Tom. It's one or the other. I'm not. I mean, his if we want to get into that, his some of his play calling, especially at the end of the games, is suspect. Sometimes. He's the only successful black coach left in the NFL. I know. I look, <laughs> take away that he's a black coach, no. but his 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 play calling is suspect, bro. He ain't, bro. Okay. They come as suspects sometimes. But look, all I'm saying, if one of them has to go, it's either the player or, like, not necessarily Tomlin, uh, Tomlin, but whoever it is in the office. Because that's really, their disconnect is what's causing the whole thing. Their disconnect is saying, they're saying that it's between A.B. and Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger because Mike Tomlin always is taking well, if Ben Roethlisberger's side. If it's me... Well, it depends on who's wrong in the situation because we don't have all the details. Yeah, but Roethlisberger. But from just from the, I would say outside surface, if it's me, I'm getting rid of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he's getting older. He's he's like, already injury prone. Already was considering retirement. Exactly, already considered retirement. Already was injury bro, and prone. He, bro, you you heard and that, he, you heard that he tried to blame the Steelers' situations, like with their problems this year, on Le'Veon. Yeah, well, that's what I was like. Terrible leader. That's what I'm saying. You let me finish. You gotta let me go through. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) He's already about to retire. He's injury prone. He's an older quarterback. And then everybody talks about uh, his, I would say, like subliminal shots in the media. Not only will you say blaming the situation on Le'Veon, but then his shots at AB, the way he was talking about Juju. So I mean, and it's, and it's been like the past couple of years he's been he's been coming at Antonio Brown. Exactly. So I mean, at that point, if I had to choose, I probably would get rid of AB. I mean, not AB, uh, Ben, and keep AB just from surface value. But then, who knows how toxic AB actually is to locker room? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I really don't get mad at him for yeah. I was about to ask you for like, leaving. Do you, do you consider him in the wrong at all? I, I would say the way he went about it, yes, but not exactly that he did it. Like as far as leaving, or mm-hmm. you know, I would say more of him because I mean you're still getting. I mean you're a professional. You got to act professionally. So you not showing up to practice and not coming to the game and stuff like that—that's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. You still got to act professional at all times. Now, I would rather have him come to practice and tell coach I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna play, or because you still gotta be professional. You gotta show up. Same thing with the game. I rather him come to the game dressed in you know his regular outfit. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if it's really just between you and Ben, why aren't you out there supporting all the other people on the team who supported you? 
who's had your back when the media was on you for the locker room incident last year or when you keep getting flagged and penalized for dancing and Mm -hmm. stuff in the end zone after you score they had your back why you don't have their back you know why don't you go show your support so I mean that's really how I felt you could have still been professional about it but I don't necessarily get mad at him for say getting into the argument with Ben Roethlisberger because who knows what they're arguing about you know yeah for me, my side on this is more. I would get, of course, I'm agree. I agree with you. I'll get rid of Big Ben, but at the same time, I don't know. Just because this is such a quarterback's league, just I'm thinking more of just like what would they actually would do. Is just like they they're they're for sure probably gonna trade Antonio Brown. It's just like I don't think I think Antonio Brown's in the wrong and is in the wrong of not showing up to the game. I think, especially like. It was they had to win this game to go to they you know it was a playoff clinching game, you know possible playoff clinching game. And if the Ravens lost, like were you gonna show up for the playoffs if you guys made it? Like you have to really ask that. Like they made it, would Antonio Brown be there for the playoffs? And I don't know. Um, they for sure need to start looking for a new quarterback. I don't I don't blame this on Mike Tomlin. I think people are trying to blame this on Mike Tomlin. I think he's, I agree. Like I think he. Uh, with, the, what the media saying, like some of the media is saying, like he's handling this really well. Like, I mean, this wasn't the easiest year for the Steelers in general with Le'Veon and Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. So, for sure, I think he should get traded. Um, what do you feel like is the best fit? Like, who who would you want Antonio Brown to go to? Oh, I haven't even thought about that. Honestly, I feel like the top <laughs> runner for him to go to would be the Patriots. Obviously, they lose Josh Gordon. Huh? <laughs> they wouldn't trade. <laughs> I think, well, I mean, it depends who you trade or whatever, but I mean, if he, I don't, obviously, I don't think the Steelers would, but I'm saying like the first team mm-hmm. that comes to mind, probably where AB would want to go to, and that yeah. makes the most sense. Talk about Super Bowl playoff contending right off the bat. You have Tom Brady, Bill <laughs> Belichick, you're on that offense, and now you add AB because they lost Josh Gordon. Chris Hogan hasn't been consistent all year. I mean, Edelman's Edelman, Gronkowski. We don't know what's up with him. He hasn't looked the same. He's injury prone. He gets hurt every year. He's looking real stiff. People always going at his knees, so he's not the same as he usually is. They have two running backs back there who are developing into great running backs. You throw A.B. in there. I mean, you might be looking at, basically, they could go on the same run that they went on when they had Moss. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a downfield and between the lines uh, receiver if you get A.B., you got Edelman, who basically would play the same spot as Wes Walker, maybe even a little more. And now you got Sony Michelle and James White out of the backfield. And I don't know if Gronkowski stays or what happens in that matter, but if Gronkowski's there, now you got Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. So, For me, I would kind of – two teams I would, I would actually like to see. Like, just would like to see them there. Niners, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Jets. Man, I only say that would be interesting for the 49ers is because I know the Niners lack weapons. So, and Jimmy yeah. G is coming off of his ACL injury. Yeah, you just got Kittle <clears throat> over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin, but he had um, he had some family problems this year and he had health health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name? Pettis, Dante Pettis is looking 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 like he can play, but I think I think the Niners can go to the playoffs next year if everybody, you know, Jimmy G stays healthy. If he shows actual like legit starting quarterback, starting quarterback talent, 
I mean, we we got such a brief sample size for all of his all of his career games. So, mm-hmm. I mean, people are you know considering him a top ten quarterback after just winning what six, he went six and zero in his first six games. Yeah, six I'm like, not not a good enough sample size. So we'll see how he does. I think AB kind of pushes them to the you know pushes that offense to be a be how I think how they want to run. Uh, the Jets more just because of Sam Darnold. I think uh, Sam Darnold needs a He's gonna need some reliable weapons. I think I, it depends. It depends if Antonio Brown wants to win or if he wants money. Because yeah. if he goes to Jets, he's gonna have he's gonna get that money. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay. He may even have a shot at winning. Think about it. You throw AB in there, Riley just, Anderson. It, but it just depends how that how that team's gonna be built. That that team's defense has the t- has the potential to be a good, really top exactly. ten defense. That's so what it I'm just saying. depends like how it's gonna transition. Like I hate the Adam Gase. Adam Gase signing. Yeah, I really would have for the Jets. For me, I really would have went with uh, Mike McCarthy because I'm he's a good coach. I like I never, you know me, you know my sense on Mike McCarthy and the Packers. Like he was a good coach. I just felt it was just time for him to go. Like you always, you sometimes you just run that, you just run, you just run your uh, tenure there. Just like it's you run out of time. Like you're not vibing with Aaron Rodgers and all that. The all the team isn't getting better. It's starting to Digress, but anyway, but yeah, but yeah, I feel like Michael Carter should have been the Jets head coach. Would have been a better fit. He would have a Super Bowl ring. Adam Gase, what has he done? Nothing. Nothing at all. I can also see the Jaguars too. He makes some solid points. He makes some. Solid I, I feel points. like the Jaguars. I can see him go to the Jaguars. I would love to see him go to the Saints too. I say Jaguars because. They just need a quarterback. They would probably have to give up a lot, though, for him to go to the Saints. Oh, yeah. They That's would have to give up. Um, it all depends on what they're wanting. You think that, I mean, they're probably, what? I think Ingram might be gone. I don't think they'll get rid of Kamara. They, yeah, they for sure wouldn't give up. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll have to be Ingram and, like, somebody. A second. Like, yeah, receiver. Maybe, like, another receiver. And they're they like the lower bro. receivers. They don't have anybody. You probably yeah. have to give up a second. No, I'm saying like, like uh, what's his name? They're probably um, a fourth. Like Gin Jr. or like the lower oh, yeah, receivers. Yeah. And then, yeah, like a pick. I could see that happening for AB. Yeah. Because, I mean, you already have Juju at this at the Steelers. So, you'll take a pick to get somebody. Or you could trade a, a defensive back. Yeah, that too. That too. Because, I mean, I don't know how high they are right now. It's but their secondary is terrible. Yeah, that's they why have a, they have a good run defense. I think it is. Yeah, they do. That's why I'm. That's why I'm like. I don't know how high they are on their corners right now. But yeah, yeah I, I would. I would be cool with him seeing him in the Jaguars just because that defense is still still a good defense. They just need a quarterback, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that would be that would be good. What about Le'Veon? Where do you see Le'Veon Bell? For me, it's the Colts. I would love to see him in the Colts. I would say the Colts, but I don't know because now they 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 said they really like Marlon Mack. Mack yeah. So I don't. That's how I, I had him at, at first too. But the way Marlon Mack is developing, I don't know if they're gonna go after Le'Veon now. Mm-hmm. Um, it just all depends, actually. It all depends. Honestly, I thought y'all might try to go for him, the, the Eagles. We don't have money. I know. I know y'all don't have, <laughs> we money, have no money. That's what I'm saying. I just thought like y'all might try to go for him, but that was before like it was mid season oh, when yeah when they were trying, yeah, they trying yeah. to trade. I thought you guys were gonna go for him because I mean you, uh, yeah uh, Ajayi was hurt. 
at that time I think Sproles was, was hurt. Sproles was hurt and Clement like was banged up a yeah. little bit. So I thought you guys were gonna go for him. Back, bro. <laughs> but um just to wrap things up, um do our picks for the do our picks for this weekend? Saints versus Eagles. I'm actually going with the Eagles for once. Eagles. I mean, the Falcons, the, look, as the Falcons fans, it hurts me to go with the Saints. I meant the Eagles, but the Saints are like our rivals, so I can't go with the Saints <laughs> neither. Really. No, like, yeah, I, I'm going with the Eagles, of course. Um, but would I be surprised if the Saints win? No. <laughs> but of course, I'm going for the Eagles, man. Um, Cowboys and Rams. I'm going for the Rams. I hate the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Oh, no, you you talking to the biggest Cowboys. <laughs> hater. I hate the Cowboys with a passion, bro. I but, hate the Cowboys now because they beat us that one time. That's, why. That's the only reason I hate them. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah? Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys beat the Rams. Because this looks like Rams are still kind of like, I don't know. Like, they, a lot of things have to go right for them. Like, they have to get that. Hopefully, Gurley has a good game, but the. We, I think, I think people are undermining the Dallas Cowboys defense. Like it, the Cowboys defense really deserves respect now. I yeah. think it's one. I think it's really gonna be one of the best. I mean, if it's not now, but it's gonna be one of the best defenses. In the yeah, league. but see, you know, I, my thing is Dak doesn't good do good when he's pressured. And you got whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. I would say that, but I literally just saw this morning on um, the herd. Mm-hmm. He has the second best playoff rating. No, he has the second best rating. Quarterback rating when he's blitzed. No, but see, there's a difference from being blitzed and being pressured by Aaron Donald, though. There's a difference. You can send people like, at him to blitz him, but if look, all you need to do is study the tape from the Eagles and the Bears games against the Rams, and the and just and have and do whatever they did to them because Aaron Donald got shut down both of those weeks against the Bears and the Eagles. Well, here's what I'm saying. Dak does good when, like, they send, like, three people to blitz. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, the Cowboys line just about as good anyway. So, you send people like that. I mean, but Aaron and Dak, that's different. Those are, like, generational players, like Khalil Mack. It takes a lot more. And plus, I think mainly his um, success relies heavily on how good Zeke does. It always it always relies on that. Exactly. If whoever the Rams does, have a good run whoever defense. Does not, whoever does not admit that Zeke is the bell is the main focal point of that offense is delusional, bro. It's like they will not win games if Zeke is not successful. That's how it is. Like if he's not successful, not even not even in the running game, he has exactly. to be, he has to be effective in the passing game. And as well. Rams have a good run defense. They manage runs well. So I mean. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see him doing that. But good. the Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. The Cowboys have a good. The Cowboys have if a they good win, defense. I think it's going to be their defense. Obviously. Yeah, of course. I don't defense. think it's going to be their offense. I don't think their offense is going to do that good. Because that's what that's, what, that's, what, that's, Zeke, that's more what more I'm banking on is just the defense is going to come up uh, and be be more impressive. I mean, Leighton Vander Esch. They have a good linebacker to do it with Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith, and then. The, their whole their D line is pretty pretty good too. Their corners are playing well too. That's the thing. Like their defense is actually good, and the Rams are. Not, I you know you know I've never been sold on the Rams yeah. throughout the whole season. The def- oh, I don't know why, but the defense is good. But it's Todd Gurley's that's that's different. That's different. 
we honestly, do. I think Todd Gurley's going to still eat them up. But when, what's going to make the difference is how well golf plays, because sometimes he be playing good. He looks really good, and sometimes he misses wide open throws like by yeah, yards. Yeah, I mean, like when he threw four in this. No, when he threw how many? Like three interceptions against the, the yeah. Bears. Yeah. So I mean, it just it all depends on how golf does. Gurley's going to be Gurley, obviously. That's that's the game I'm most excited to watch this week. Cowboys and Rams. Um, I mean, I I'm curious to see how it's going to turn out. I'm, I, I hope the Rams win. My yeah. two okay. that I'm ready to watch is the Chief and Colts and Pats and Chargers. Those are my two because those, to me, those are the two games that can really go either way. Mm. To me. I Like you said, the Cowboys and Rams, but I still, to me, I think Rams are going to pull that one out. I'm more of their favorite. But the Chiefs and Colts is sub in the air because, I mean, Chiefs without Kareem Hunt no more. Their defense has that never been cool. good. Colts' defense that is good. Really and now you add Andrew Luck on how he's been playing with T.Y. and Marlon Mack. That right there, that's, that's – Bro, I would give it – thing is, I would give it to the Chiefs if their defense was good. Because I, I feel like I can, I can take – I feel like I could – I have enough confidence in Mahomes, even though it is his first playoffs. I have enough confidence now in Mahomes that I'm going to put some money on him and he's going to win me the game, and that's if it wasn't for that defense. Like, I have enough confidence in him. Even though he's battling Andrew Luck, I mean, I'm excited for that game too. But, yeah, I think I think the Colts will upset, will upset them, and that's just because the Chiefs' defense isn't good. I have the, char- I have the Chargers against the Patriots, though. I got the Patriots. I, the char- I rarely go against the Chargers. The, the Chargers are my Super Bowl. Even though I hate them, I rarely the Chargers go are my the Super Bowl prediction, bro. Like, that's, that's why I see going to the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Chargers have a top ten offense and a top ten defense, bro. They have one of the two, two of the best two of the best pass rushers in the league. And Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, and their corners are legit. And they got Derwin James as a safety, bro. Look, and they're actually healthy for the first time. All I'm saying is they almost lost against the Ravens. The Ravens had the number are the number one ranked defense. Of course, they almost lost. No, they almost, but they had them by how many points and in the fourth? They let up. You know how many teams let up in the playoffs when they're blowing people out. Why would you do that? I don't know, but they did. They didn't. They didn't. They lose. might have the better team, but now they're gonna lose by I'm doing not, something dumb. They're gonna do the something like sit uh, Malcolm Butler out. I'm not sold on the Super Bowl and lose. I am not sold. They're gonna do something like sit Malcolm Butler out and lose. I can actually see the Patriots not winning this. Year. <laughs> no, I told you that. I said. I said that uh, the Patriots aren't as good as they usually are, but I don't count the Pats out because the Pats they do what they mm-hmm. do. Yeah, I, I just don't. Nah. I just think the Chargers will beat them. I just have more faith in them. I feel like Tom Brady's going to pull off something. So you got, so you have Patriots, and then you have Patriots, and for the Chiefs and Colts, I'm gonna go Chiefs because I want to see Mahomes get his first win. But honestly, I think the Colts would, is the better team because of their defense. And they're playing hot. Yeah, that's just how I feel. <sighs> Keep that same energy with the. With the Chargers and Patriots game there, folks. Let's make it actually. Let's make a bet. No, you haven't even fulfilled your other bets. Let's make this bet on pass. Well, I told you you got to buy me some uh, Eagles gear. I told y'all borrow. Let's make a bet. Five dollars on this pass and Chargers game. I already owe you money. I know, but I'm trying to rack up some more. No, no, no. it's my hustle. All right, man. That's that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, We will catch you probably next week. I don't know, maybe next week. <laughs> we try to build up that consistency. But, you know, you guys have a good one. You know, hopefully, hopefully you guys have had a good start to the, to the new year. You know, I'm your host, Cam Winston. It's Chris Reed. And we out. <laughs>